on the CBS News Weekend Roundup. I'm Dan Raviv. Let's talk about Israel, the small country which is America's chief ally in the Middle East. We turn to Daniel Gordas in Jerusalem, author of a new book called Israel, A Concise History of a Nation Reborn. Well, let's start with a fact. The population is about 8 million, and people may be surprised only three-quarters of them are Jewish. So have you included in this book, you know, what it's like to be a, a minority, a member of the Arab or Christian minority there? Absolutely. In fact, I talk a lot about the ways in which Israel has granted the Israeli Arabs a significant number of rights that they would not have had in neighboring countries. But I'm equally focused on the ways in which Israel has not really lived up both to its promise and its obligations to the Arab minority. So it's true that your book is not all positive. I have a feeling you love Israel because you moved there and you've decided to stay, but loving Israel doesn't mean you can't criticize it. Uh, Yeah, I do love this country. I believe in the importance of this country, but I think that just like being an American citizen often means speaking about the ways in which America is not living up to its vision. The same thing is true about caring about Israel. And I tried to tell a story that focused both on the tremendous accomplishments, but also the ways in which Israel needs to do better. The world assumes that the West Bank should be an independent Arab country uh, to be called Palestine. And the world assumes that the Gaza Strip, now run by, well, pretty much a terrorist organization, Hamas, should be part of that new nation. The world assumes that. So you sit in Israel, you look at all the choices that the Israeli government and army, you know, faces. Is there going to be a nation of Palestine in the West Bank and Gaza? I would like there to be, but I don't think it's about to happen anytime in the near future. We saw at the end of October when UNESCO voted twice to basically deny any Jewish connection to the land here, to the city of Jerusalem, to the old city, to the Temple Mount. As long as the international community is so clearly two-faced and doesn't even grant the Jewish people the acknowledgement that this is an ancestral home, then you're not going to get Israeli citizens to feel that they're going to be backed up by the international community and therefore get them to make the territorial concessions that peace is going to require. When the international community stops the pile on, when the Palestinians state publicly and in Arabic that they believe that the Jews have a right to some land here, and now it's a matter of drawing a line, yeah, I think we actually can get to a peace agreement, but I think it's a long way off in the future. You mentioned what the world thinks, but perhaps it's in Israel's own interest to have an Arab country of Palestine in the West Bank and Gaza. I actually think that it is. I think it's in Israel's interest not to rule over the millions of Arabs who live in the West Bank and Gaza. That's clearly true. What Israelis have to try to figure out is how do you not rule over the West Bank and not have it turn into Gaza? As we know, Israel has been shelled massively at least three times since President Obama took office, and those led to three major wars, or at least three significant conflagrations. Israelis who want to get rid of the West Bank, who want it to become something other than an occupied territory, they just want to know that they can do that without facing missiles from the east side as well. When there is some solution to that problem or that threat seems to be mitigated, I think Israelis will embrace peace even if it means serious territorial concession. Daniel, 15 years ago, the New York Times published some of uh, some of what you wrote from Jerusalem at a time of great violence. There were suicide bombings by Palestinian attackers. The New York Times called them emails from an anxious state. Uh, Your emails these days, are you still in an anxious state of Israel? 
things are much more quiet than they were in 2000 to 2004. We're not dealing with bus bombings and restaurant bombings and suicide bombers everywhere. I think Israel actually is a very calm place these days. Israelis feel very secure. They're watching the north with ISIS and with the battles going on there. They're watching the south when the, where the Egyptian border flares up periodically, very minorly so far. Uh, but yes, I think we are in a much calmer state, and part of what Israelis want to see happen is to see the calm uh, remain, and at the same time hope that the various governments on various sides can begin to have the kinds of conversations that might move us closer to a long-term settlement. That's Daniel Gordis, author of Israel, A Concise History of a Nation Reborn. In Jerusalem, Daniel Gordis, thank you very much. Thanks for having me.